Welcome once again to the Richard Roper Show. I'm indeed Richard Roper, film critic, television critic, and columnist for the Chicago Sun-Times, nationally syndicated, and of course, the podcast. I can't tell you guys how thrilled I am with uh, all the great feedback I'm getting. Thanks for subscribing and downloading and sharing, and it's great to have listeners uh, not only uh, close to home, but across the globe. We really appreciate it. Uh, we're now heading into the uh, the home stretch of 2022, which means we're getting a lot of Oscar contending prestige projects and some big commercial hits on the horizon. So I thought for this edition of the Richard Roper Show, we would go through uh, in chronological order my most anticipated movies uh, of the last five weeks or so of uh, 2022. So this is going to include some Thanksgiving releases and then the big some of the big movies coming out in December. All right. Before we get to all of that. Here's a reminder, the Richard Roper Show is brought to you by AmericanEagle.com Studios. The digital landscape is changing rapidly, and to compete in today's online business environment, you need an experienced partner. Since 1995, AmericanEagle.com has partnered with companies of all sizes, offering web design, web development, e-commerce, mobile apps, and digital marketing to drive your overall business's success, because they believe that today's online world is your online opportunity. kind of movie we're gonna make you dismiss what he does it's playful or imaginative you could afford to be a little encouraging you can't just love something you also have to take care of it it's more important than your hobby can you stop calling it a hobby you stop making movies it'll break your mother's heart i don't know what to do anymore you do what your heart says you have to was your favorite part that is a clip from steven spielberg's the fablemans one of my most anticipated movies of the holidays movie season of 2022 i always consider the holiday movie season to start with thanksgiving weekend and of course go all the way through new year's eve it's always jam-packed with a lot of the oscar contenders you know it's pretty amazing before we get into this year's list i want to talk a little bit about the great steven spielberg who's 75 years old remains as prolific and relevant as ever the fablemans is loosely based on his own childhood and it's the story of a, a young boy growing up in post-world war ii arizona and discovering the magical powers of film now you think about this if we were doing uh, a summer movie preview in 1975, we would have included Steven Spielberg's Jaws. If we were doing a spring 1982 preview, we'd be including E.T. If we had been doing a list of the most anticipated holiday movies of 1993, of course, it would have included Spielberg Schindler's List. And if we were, let's say, the summer of 2002, the summer of 2002, looking at the big movies, we would have had Spielberg's Minority Report. And 10 years ago, if we were looking at the fall movies of 2012, and we did, we would have been talking about Steven Spielberg's Lincoln. So when you think about that, if we were doing seasonal previews, 70s, 80s, 90s, the aughts, or the zeros, as you want to call them, or the 2010s, and now the 2020s, there's always a Steven Spielberg movie on the list. Pretty remarkable. So The Fablemans uh, comes out, or has probably come out by the time you're hearing this. It's uh, released on November 23rd. Another movie coming out November 23rd is Strange World. This is Disney's 61st animated film featuring the voices of Jake Gyllenhaal, Dennis Quaid, Gabrielle Union, and Lucy Liu, among others. It follows the adventures of a family of explorers who have to set aside their internal differences and band together. Perfect material for Thanksgiving. And they're embarking on their most ambitious and dangerous journey ever. 
Our entire world is in grave danger. I want you to come with me on an expedition. I'm not my father. He was the explorer. I know you were just a kid when you went missing, but now you're all we got. Where in the world are we? Ethan, you brought the dog? Sorry. Everything down here is trying to kill us. Didn't see that coming. Now, here's an interesting one. It's called The Sun. And, you know, when we think of sequels and prequels and spinoffs, it's usually, you know, we're talking about cosmic uh, superhero adventures or action movie franchises. But The Sun is actually a prequel to one of the most acclaimed and memorable serious dramas of 2020. That was The Father. Remember, Anthony Hopkins uh, won Best Actor for his portrayal of the title character who was losing his grip on reality as he slipped into dementia. Now, in this prequel, which is based on the stage play of the same name, Anthony Hopkins is back, and Hugh Jackman and Laura Dern play the divorced parents of a troubled 17-year-old, played by Zen McGrath. So it's about the son and the son and two fathers as well. Uh, Hugh Jackman getting a lot of Oscar buzz for that one. Nicholas has come to live with me, and he's improving, but he's a little fragile. Is that why you came to see me? You're blaming me for what happened? He's different from the others. What makes you say that? Why don't you answer me? I do answer you. The look in his eye is disturbing. She wants to turn us against one another. Back then, there was so much joy in our family. I feel like a complete failure. If I'm like this, it's your fault. What have I done? What's, what's my fault? Haven't I always done everything for you? I have the right to reinvent my life! It is my life! Sarah Polly is a wonderful actor, writer, and filmmaker, and she directs Women Talking, which comes out December 2nd. Let's take a listen. It was all waiting to happen before it happened. You could look back and follow the breadcrumbs along the path that led to violence. When we looked back, it had been everywhere. We would be forced to leave the colonies if we do not forgive these men. None of you will listen to reason. We know that we've not imagined these attacks. We know that we are bruised and terrified. Hope for the unknown is good. It is better than hatred of the familiar. And we cannot endure any more violence. Now, this cast is unbelievable. Francis McDormand, Rooney Mara, Claire Foy, Jesse Buckley, all starring in an adaptation of Miriam Toza's 2018 novel, The Same Name. Now, this focuses on a group of Mennonite women who meet in secret after dozens of girls in their colony are drugged and raped by men. You've got the gifted and very empathetic Sarah Polly directing and this amazing cast tackling some very tough material. This one promises to be really intense and potentially unforgettable. It's called Women Talking, coming to theaters on December 2nd. Also on December 2nd, and we we have no segue that could suit this because it couldn't be more different. On December 2nd, we get Violent Night. Let's take a listen to the trailer from Violent Night. This is my fourth year at the center. How about you? I started the whole damn thing. All right, revelers. Welcome to your worst Christmas ever. Let's go! You have $300 million in your personal vault. 
That's what I want for Christmas. Are you gonna help us, Santa? Yeah, Trudy. Santa? No, my nice list. Santa Claus is coming to town. Boss, what if he really is the There's real? No such thing as Santa. Yeah! Okay, so David Harbour from Stranger Things is cast as Santa Claus, but this is not the Santa Claus of Miracle on 34th Street or even Bad Santa. This is a Claus who isn't afraid to get his hands dirty in the name of saving a family whose home has been invaded by a group of mercenaries. Looks crazy. Kind of a black comedy. It's called Violent Night uh, coming out December 2nd. Also coming out December 2nd uh, is Emancipation. Now, it's interesting because this is a story of an enslaved man who is beaten and whipped within an inch of his life and then makes his way north to join the Union Army. It's directed by Antoine Fuqua of Training Day and Equalizer fame. So you know this is going to be very intense, uh, very serious and explosive uh, film. It stars Will Smith. Will Smith, of course, you know, it's, well, it's almost a year now since the infamous an awful slapping incident. And a lot of people talked about how that might be the end of his career. And it's not the end of his career, of course. It's terrible. Uh, and a lot of projects were put on hold. But he's back right now on a very serious prestige project called Emancipation, coming to theaters December 2nd. I heard it myself. Slaves are free. That's who? Lincoln. We must get to Lincoln's army. Five days through this swamp. There are many ways to die in a swamp. There are many ways to die here. I will not be afraid. What can a mere man do to me? My family is with me forever. I will look in triumph at my enemies. All right, let's take a break and hear from Rokan about Portillo's, and then we'll continue to talk about some of the most anticipated movies of the last five weeks of 2022. But first, let me tell you about Portillo's. It's one of my favorite places to eat on the planet Earth, and that is absolutely true. I'm not making that up. I, I, I probably order from or eat drive through a Portillo's drive through and eat from Portillo's mm. I probably once a week. Probably, I would say. And you know why? Because they got the best hot dogs, they got the best Italian beef, they got the best Italian sausage, and <laughs> they got great salads, they got great French fries, they got great everything that you want if it's comfort food or uh, what do they call fast casual now, whatever that is, mm. you, you have got to Stop by a Portillo's if you haven't done it yet. And if you live outside of the area in which there are Portillo's, you can order the stuff online. And I always tell you, order the chocolate cake because it's the best chocolate cake you're ever going to have in your life. You can think, well, now how is a fast casual restaurant in Chicago going to make the best chocolate cake I ever had in my life? Trust me, it is. There are people all over the planet Earth that actually order that cake for their weddings and they build wedding cakes out of the individual chocolate cakes. I'm not making that up. <laughs> Try it. Portillos.com. P-O-R-T-I-L-L-O-S. That's how you spell it. Portillos.com. Well, 
Welcome back to the Richard Roper Show. We're talking about the most anticipated uh, holiday movies of 2022. And here's one that people have been talking about for about uh, 13 years now. 2009 was the release of Avatar. Still one of the most successful and lucrative cinematic ventures of all time. And still cutting edge and groundbreaking in its visuals. Now, finally comes the sequel, which is supposed to be even more dazzling and incredible and visually stunning than the original. The sequel is called The Avatar of the Way of Water. And we know with James Cameron, it's go big or go home. Let's take a listen to the trailer for Avatar of the Way of Water. Why do you come to us? I just want to keep my family safe. Treat them as our brothers and sisters. Breathe. Let's get it done. You know, it's kind of interesting about Avatar because, you know, I saw it like everybody else and I gave it a positive review and I was dazzled by it, but it's one of those films that I think people admire more than love, even though it made a zillion billion dollars and everybody talked about how great it was. But how many times do you talk about rewatching Avatar? Think of all the movies that you love that have that what I call the repeatability factor that you keep wanting to watch over and over again. And you just feel such warmth and affection for. And I don't know anybody who says, oh, man, I've seen Avatar 100 times because, it, you know, there is something and I don't want to say cold, but kind of, you know. There's something that keeps you at a distance, uh, even as you're admiring the technology, and even though there's a lot of humanity in the story. And I think it's going to be the same way. I haven't seen it yet with Avatar The Way of Water. Everyone's going to see it. It's going to get great reviews. I'm sure it'll get a lot of nominations, especially in the technical categories. But I wonder if it'll grab our hearts, like some of these other classic movies through the years. We'll see. This is interesting, too. We've had so many biopics of musical legends in the last decade or so. Billie Holiday, Elvis Presley. Aretha Franklin, Freddie Mercury, on and on it goes. Now comes the first Whitney Houston biopic that's actually authorized by her estate. We have had some Whitney Houston documentaries and we've had some uh, dramatic portrayals, but nothing uh, on this on the level of I want to dance with somebody. Let's take a listen. Special guest in the audience tonight, legendary record executive, Mr. Clive Davis. My voice is gone. What? You start the show tonight. No talking back. I'm your mother. What's your name again? Whitney Elizabeth Houston. My dream, sing what I want to sing, be how I want to be, reach as big an audience as I can. A common criticism of you, your music isn't black enough. Look, I don't know how to sing black and I don't know how to sing white either. I know how to sing. Now, this one is directed by Cassie Lemons, who's a terrific uh, and versatile director in the uh, title uh, role. We have uh, Naomi Aki supporting cast includes Stanley Tucci as Clive Davis. Ashton Sanders as Bobby Brown. Nafessa Williams is going to play Whitney's longtime assistant and confidant Robin Crawford. It'll be very interesting to see how this plays. I mean, in some ways, The Bodyguard almost felt like a Whitney Houston biopic, even though it was, you know, she was playing a, a, a fictional character and it was a fictional story, but it featured the incredible voice and persona and star power of Whitney Houston. So we'll see what happens with I Want to Dance with Somebody. That comes out December 21st. 
Now, here's a movie that everybody did love and kind of, you know, just had such great affection for. We're talking about Knives Out, one of the most enjoyable movies of 2019. Now we're getting a couple of sequels. First one that comes out is going to be called Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. Let's take a listen. I've invited you all to my island. Hi. Because tonight, a murder will be committed. My murder. Once you're dead, will we still be able to talk to you? Yeah, I'm not playing dead the whole weekend, dude. Well, this is truly delightful. Across the island, I've hidden clues. You will have to closely observe each other. If anyone can name the killer, that person wins our game. Any questions? Ladies and gentlemen, there's been a murder, and the killer is in plain sight. For at least one person, this is not a game. This one is set on a Greek island and features the return of Daniel Craig as Detective Buenabal, <laughs> kind of playing and kind of lampooning his uh, Bond persona. The ensemble cast this time around, Catherine Hahn, Edward Norton, Dave Bautista, Janelle Monet, Jada Pinkett Smith, Leslie Odom Jr., Ethan Hawke. Come on! How can not this not be? entertaining as hell and this is you can tell that people just love to be in these knives out movies i mean they're just so much fun and it gives uh, actors such a great chance to kind of ham it up and and just really enjoy the the terrific writing now this is interesting the pale blue eye comes out december 23rd and this is one of those films where they take a real life historical figure and some real life situations and then put it into a completely fictional story in this case, it's Edgar Allan Poe, who's played by Harry Melling from the Queen's Gambit. He's a young cadet at West Point Academy around 1830, and he comes to the assistance of a veteran detective, played by the great Christian Bale, who is investigating a series of murders at the Academy. This is based on a 2006 novel. That's novel, so that tells you that it's not a true story. Uh, the novel was called The Pale Blue, and it's, this is directed by Scott Cooper, who uh, has done some great stuff, including one of the most underrated movies of the 2010s and Out of the Furnace, which also starred uh, Christian Bale, and one of the most memorable horror films in recent years, and that's Antlers. So The Pale Blue Eye, December 23rd. Up here, there's a body. Down, down, down came the hot thrashing flooring darkest night black with hell charnelled fury leaving only that deathly pale blue eye And uh, coming out, I think, a day or two before Christmas, they just changed the release date from Christmas Day. Now it's coming out a couple days earlier, is Babylon. This is from the great Damien Chazelle of La La Land fame. And it's a sprawling story set during the transition from silent film to sound in 1920s Hollywood. And the cast includes Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, Gene Smart, Tobey Maguire, Olivia Wilde, and many, many others. Sounds fantastic. Let's take a listen. I think what we have here in Hollywood is high art. It's party size, Marvel time! I always want to be part of something bigger, something that lasts, that means something. When I first moved to LA, I got your face touching, you know what the signs on all the doors read? No actors or dogs allowed. I changed that. The girl seems nice. She is. She has no idea what's next. 
I've never done nothing except disappoint people my whole life. But I made it on my terms, not theirs. And to cap off my list of the most anticipated movies of 2022, we've got White Noise, which comes out December 30th. Director Noah Baumbach tackles this classic 1985 postmodern novel about the life and times of a college professor who's played by Adam Driver, who's been married a bunch of time and has all these children and stepchildren. And they live in this town that's literally under a noxious cloud from a chemical spill. Crazy stuff. White noise. Okay, roll film. Let's watch a sitcom or something. No! They're calling it the airborne toxic event. It won't come this way. Will we have to leave our home? Of course not. How do you know? I just know. Okay, what if it's dangerous? Evacuate all places of residence. I wish there was something I could do. I wish I could outthink the problem. Right now we're safe. As long as the children are here, they need us. Of some persistent sense of large-scale ruin, we keep inventing hope. So those are my most anticipated movies of the last uh, five weeks or so of 2022. I'm Richard Roper. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again soon.